Welcome back to the Two Dudes That Game podcast. James, how are things going? They're going pretty amazing. They're going pretty amazing. Why are things going pretty amazing for you, James? I mean, today I got a Steam Deck in the mail. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that a little bit later. Jumping on, gonna... <clears throat> jumping on the train. I mean, I say jumping on the train. I did order it a year and like a year and some change ago. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it was it was it was COVID, man. People didn't have parts for things. Everything got moved back. I I ordered. Uh, I actually ordered. I'm not my a popular wife. streamer, YouTuber to get. Yeah, you're not going to get one of the first ones off there. You got to wait. So I actually ordered my wife a um, bird feeder from a Kickstarter campaign. It was one of the bird feeders that. It's pretty cool. So like the bird flies up and it, it has a camera in it and then it identifies the bird. So they have this AI built into it that identifies the bird that it is. And it sends an alert to your phone like, hey, this bird was there. And it was cool because my daughter was getting into it of like, hey, what birds are in our backyard? I got tired of answering all the questions because I didn't know. Like, yeah, like half the time, I'm like, I have no idea what kind of bird that is. Like, I know robins and blue jays, but outside of that, like. I don't know. That's another black bird with a weird wing. I don't, I have no clue. Red ones are Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals. Yep. Yeah. We don't have a lot of the, it's just the state bird of Virginia. So so. did you get the bird feeder? No, we are still waiting for it three years later. Cause I I was like, tell me where this is. I will get one myself. So it was a Kickstarter campaign. And then, so you still had to wait for the campaign to end. So there was still there. Well, there was still like six months left in the campaign. So I was like, all right, that's fine. I'll be one of the early ones to order it and I'll get mine first. But that was in 2019. And then that six months put us right into the heart of COVID where every manufacturer shut down, everything shut down. No one was making parts. And there you get this message from them of like, um, we, we, we have no clue when we're going to start manufacturing these things uh we'll get back to you wow so, so basically like, they're the star citizen of bird feeders I, I guess but i will tell you it's called the bird buddy and they have been amazing with their communication at least oh. of like letting you know we haven't forgotten about you we're still doing this we're shipping this many units out and like they have you on a list, like you know where you're at. I'm, I'm, I think like two more months, we have to wait, and then they're going to be shipping ours. But they, you know, at least through that couple year wait, it wasn't like you never got an email. They're sending an email out probably every month. Bird buddies you. are sold out until early 2023, but we randomly open our secret stash and offer Christmas 2022 shopping. To I mean, I, I, I better get mine before they give like these christmas shoppers ones that's all i have to do say. you want the bird buddy with solar roof or the bird buddy i have no idea what i ordered it's been so long i ordered one of them 270 dollars yeah this was a birthday gift for three years okay, ago touche. it's too i mean you might as well get the solar roof because for seven well i think more, i think i ended up getting the solar roof one i'm pretty sure i did is it? It just recharges the camera. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, but it. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's only seventy dollars more for the solar, so I could see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at that point, you might as well. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And then they have like different APIs that you can use to do alerts and stuff. So it's it's 
it would have been a cool gift three years ago if it had of like actually gotten there when I was expecting it. Um, but we're still waiting. So you didn't, you, you have not waited as long as I have for a bird feeder. I don't know how, if anyone's waited as long as everyone else. That's probably bought one. That's behind me on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm the last one. And I definitely wasn't because they sold out of them completely through the uh, Kickstarter campaign, and I was not the last one to buy one there. I mean, has anyone gotten one? Yeah, I think so. What I hope color so. did you get? They didn't have color options when we did it at that point. It was maybe just maybe I should get the yellow one and get it before. Could you imagine if I ordered one now and I got it before you? I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> I would be so pissed. I would say, but their communication is really good. Their communication was great the whole time, but I still haven't gotten it. Yeah. You're, you're, they're still manufacturing the 1.0 and I'm on the 3.0 version. Shipping early 2023. So I don't, I, I don't think you'd get it earlier, but Hey, you might. You might. I was one of, I was one of their like, uh, you know, premier ones. I thought, I thought I was gonna get some special, uh, leeway here, you know, order them quickly, but Hey, they, they don't know the amount of reach we have on this podcast that we're talking about it right now. They're about yeah. to get an influx of bird buddy sales. All six people. Like you're going to sponsor us or something like that. You know, I'm still waiting for liquid death to call me back. You know, those guys haven't gotten back to me, but we're still, you know, drinking the liquid death water. I, I have to tell you, man, I've been getting into their flavored waters now. With liquid yeah, death. No, they're, 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 they're all flavored. over the grocery store now. They are super, super good, especially the lime. The lime one tastes like Sprite. It tastes like a slightly watered down Sprite. That one's definitely really good. Oh, so it's like the Sprite that you set on the side of the basketball court for six hours while you played <laughs> and then went and drank it later. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But nice. it's it's uh, definitely worth it. Anyway, now that we're done talking about bird buddies <laughs> and liquid death and uh if you don't have any liquid death, go out there and get it. Promoting it. It's not in plastic bottles. It's in aluminum cans. Helping the environment. And if you don't drink at parties, people still think you're drinking some kind of beer because it is liquid death. And they don't ask you yeah. all the stupid questions. I'm like, why aren't you drinking? Yeah, it is really funny because it does not look like water. Which is one of the main reasons why I got it. Because I hated going out, out places and being one that doesn't drink having to listen to the 75 people ask me the same question. But since yeah. it looks the way it does, no one ever asked that question. But now if they're you getting... Go to the, if you go to the bar, you just get a Coke, but don't get in a plastic cup. Well, get now glass now cup. they're getting so popular that people, people recognize it. Because yeah. they, they sell them at the, um, at the concert. Um, I'm not going to name the venue because I don't really want people to know where I'm at. But uh, they sell them there now. And I asked the guy, like, hey, why did you switch over? Because he used to sell, you know, Dasani water. Like, why would you go with Liquid Death? Because it's got to cost them more. Yeah, yeah exactly. At the end of the day. And the, the, re the reason why, he said, is you can't throw an empty aluminum can as far. Yeah. So, sense. like, you can't chuck it because it's so light after it's done. He's like, with well, now what? everyone knows that you, leave, you live in Cleveland. I don't live in Cleveland, so that's awesome. Uh. <laughs> so if you go to Cleveland find us like you can find us there you're real close to where we're at if you go to cleveland uh anyway back to you know the gaming stuff that we want to talk about you had a little steam deck in there and some tech with the bird buddy 
But your Game Pass, your Game Pass is continuing, continuing to make news. I told and you, man. It, it's always going to make news because it's literally the best thing for gaming. I, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't think you're wrong there, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, it's a you great just thing. can't do it. You don't I'm just gonna. Do. I'm gonna leave it open for something else to be better for gaming than a subscription service. But the greatest thing for television was a subscription service, and that was Netflix. And it seems like your boys here at Xbox are starting to follow yep. kind of the Netflix type pricing plans with now a family pass. I think it's genius what they're doing. Uh, I know that we uh, looked at some of these articles. We got one from Game Rant written by Jake Selway. Uh, kind of breaks down the Game Pass. It's actually being tested in Colombia and Ireland right now. Some local people. So how do you um, choose Colombia? Uh, you like know, my Ireland, guess is, is Ireland, that the numbers, Ireland, the numbers I get. Got, well, South, South America is a big... Uh, uh, a, a big spot. Um, I think it has to do with where maybe but does I think Col- they're smaller. My guess is they're smaller markets with decent cloud gaming infrastructure. I just, I, I know a decent amount about Colombia and I'm just like, in my mind, I just, I mean, I guess like in Bogota, like you, you, the, well, you I think mean, it of like Colombia as a whole, but they put Ghost Recon Wildlands in Game Pass. So they, you know, yeah, you did mention that you wanted us to doubt, like I downloaded it. Yeah. Um, then I deleted it because it got corrupted on the download for some reason, and I got to re-download it now. I keep having issues um, with corrupted downloads. Yeah, maybe you should uninstall Xbox and re- re- reinstall it or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. But what I like about the family plan is right now the rumored pricing, well, the pricing that they're going with in those two markets is basically $24.95. So it's essentially, fi- and, and you can have up to five accounts tied to this. So instead of your $15 for Ultimate Game Pass, you could do this family plan, $25, five bucks a pop. They're basically selling you five subscriptions for five for $25. Or so, they'll have the original by yourself for $15. So I mean, I I guess I see that where how how do how do they stop that like that from work? So like I only have one Xbox in my house. So for me, obviously, it's not going to worry. But like, as my kids grow up, you know, they're probably going to have their own console. But I honestly don't think I'm going to end up buying each one of them their own console. So if you change the account, like if you go from one account to another on the Xbox, it only allows you to download if you're on one. Yeah, correct. So yeah. that's that's how people get away with it now. Like I, I do share my Game Pass stuff with Jay, actually. So the way I have to do it there is that my his console is technically considered my home console. And then I log in everywhere I want with my own gamer tag. So he can download his stuff on his because my it's my home console. And he can play it on any gamer tag he wants on that console. Yeah. And I can download anything I want because I'm logged into my actual name. Yeah, and see that and that's the thing where it's like so until that's you have but but until you have multiple consoles, like this doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah, no. So but what this is doing is allowing you to buy it. One person owns the account and then you can tie five gamer tags to it. 
But you just said like, like he could use his own gamer tag and you can use yours. No, no, but that's because it's one and one. But there is one they're one. gonna give you five. Okay. So basically like you could have one of mine, Jake could have one, you know, you could share it with But it's still at the end of the day, yeah, it's still cheaper than having to buy because each gamer tag you'd have to buy a subscription anyway to be online. No for each one of those. If you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, it comes with the online. Yeah, so but then like see that's where I'm like I'm confused on how so a lot of people are game saying plan a lot of people are matters. confusing yeah a lot of people are confused because they're saying well it doesn't really make sense how is Xbox making money and I think people are missing the mark here um, I do want to give credit out to uh, Paris Lily uh, who talked on the X Cast which is kind of funny's Xbox uh, podcast if you guys listen to that so I don't want anyone randomly jumping on here and thinking I just stole his idea no. Uh, it's between him and, and Gary Witta and, and what I, what I, and I agree with their theory. Their theory is if for $25, you got five people in the ecosystem. Yes. That's, you know, 15 times five is what? $75. Yeah. Yeah. $75. So you're losing $50 right there for five people to have it for $25. So if this is really what it comes out to be is 25 and that's, that's where everyone thinks it's going to. Because they think Microsoft really wants to swoop in. Now, keep in mind, in that $25 with five gamer, maybe maybe I share it with my cousin, and they don't have an Xbox, but they have a cell phone, or they have a TV, or they have an iPad, and you can play cloud gaming. So now they have access to cloud gaming. They don't need, this is again, they don't need the console. It's nothing to do with that. It's just subscribing to this service. So, but what I really think how they make up their money is you get instead of just one person for 15, you get five people for 25. So now just like PlayStation likes to pull up their big boy pants and brag about how many subscribers they had on their new competitor service, but they don't really have that many subscribers. They just got rid of, they just revamped their PlayStation online subscription service and rolled everyone into the basics of this service. So if you've already got, x million amount of people on your basic service then you automatically enroll them into this at the beginner level you're boasting about a number that's that's ridiculous now what microsoft is going to be able to do for every 25 dollar family plan that they sell it doesn't matter if i only share it with you and jay they sold me five subscriptions so they're going to get to boast that they have five people doesn't matter if only three people are using because they sold me the five. Well, I think so the I, I, numbers are going to. Yeah. So, but I, I never, I never look at the, the amount of subscriptions doesn't matter to me. It's the amount of active yeah, yeah, players. But that's, that's what they're judging now. Yeah. Now, but, I, but what I really think is the biggest, the biggest, everyone's like, well, okay, well how they make their money back and how they make their money back is a game like call of duty. And I, this might tie into a little bit that we're going to, you know, that we talked about before, but call of duty I truly believe once this merger goes through and and Sony doesn't get their way, like they're trying to act like it's going to change people to switch consoles, all the stuff Sony's upset about. But I, that's why I do think it goes console exclusive and PC. Of course, they they will keep everything on PC. Um, I think something like Warzone will stay cross-platform, but I think the individual multiplayer games and the titles will will go console exclusive. Now, what did all those things sell? They sell skins. They sell a lot of DLC. Nothing makes more money than Fortnite and Warzone and, and Call of Duty with their DLC crap. And that's five people. 
they're going to be buying stuff in but your again ecosystem. but you just like you just said it's fine it, but it, it may only be three it may not be five it may only Correct. be x well x number of that that you have but i but, think i think you're just putting so many people into that ecosystem and that's where they're well again i mean i get they, they choose five but nintendo allows you eight so Nintendo already has this out there with their online and they, they're, you're allowed eight on their family plan. So it's kind of well, like, I it's mean, like eight seems like a lot. I also don't want to compare Nintendo's online service with PlayStation or well, Xbox. I'm it's not, not, I'm even... not saying that they're, they're on the comparable plat like platforms there, but it's, it's interesting that you have one that's already out there. They allow for eight, you know, eight family members. So to be yeah, on yeah, that, exactly. you have one at five, five sounds more reasonable you look at apple family plan like all the stuff that they have it's all five like it seems like everyone out there that has a family bundle it's a, it's a five because like i for for mine under like icloud now you have the icloud family plan and like me and my yeah. wife and all of that are there and we share a bunch of benefits together that we have here and it just seems like now you're sharing a bunch of those benefits that you have of being able to get all the titles uh, the other thing is day one titles. So now you're getting a lot of day one titles coming out on the Xbox pass. Um, recently and kind of moving into the, the next thing is, you know, one of these games has already gotten not even out and getting perfect scores. 10 out of 10 from yeah. uh, edge magazine in the UK who I don't know anything about. Me but from the article of Dalton Cooper on Game Rant, these guys don't give 10 out of 10s. Yeah. And this game isn't even out yet, and you have more of the background on these games, because I've never played the ones before this. So I mean, do you want to run through the list of 10 out of 10s that they've given since their existence? Because it's not very yeah, go many. Ahead. You, can, you can do it. Go ahead. So they started, their first 10 was Super Mario 64, so it is a publication. It has obviously has been around. And they've put it. It's just UK based, so I, I, I yeah, just yeah. we don't read it. But I mean, often. again, they they have, you know, so you got They're Super Mario sixty four. You've got Gran Turismo, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Halo Combat Evolved, Half Life Two, Halo Three. So far, in my opinion, all all justified to have tens. All ones that I know have gotten tens from U.S. The, publications. The, the orange box. If you don't know that, that was what Half Life Two. Half Life Two. All of them. Portal. Much. Yeah. It had something else in it. It was a Valve. Uh, compilation uh super mario galaxy gta 4 little big planet bayonetta super mario galaxy again maybe that's the two the dude, rock yeah. band 3 legend of zelda skyward sword uh debatable uh last of us i'll give GTA it to the last of us five. I'll give it on that one. bayonetta 2 Bloodborne, still I'm on par with all these being 10s. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, clearly. Super Mario Odyssey, most places gave it a 10. Red Dead Redemption 2, anywhere from a 9 to a 10 on most publications. Dreams? I don't Is know Dreams. PlayStation's dream thing? That thing that yeah, they're I don't, making, I don't know that game. And then the most recent one is Elden Ring. Which everybody and gave 10 out of 10. Everybody's giving 10s too. And that's it. Now they're Which giving is this funny game, because called... we, neither one of us has actually played that game. It's a day one Xbox Game Pass. It's called Immortality. And for those that are big into video gaming, going, what the hell is it? How's the 10 out of 10 game about to come out? I don't know what it is. Uh, it's very simple. Uh, it is made by Sam Barlow, 
He made the award-winning game. I think you can play it on some tablets and stuff, but it was really popular on the phone. It was called Her Story. It's an FMV. Uh, what is that? Full motion video. Full motion video. Full motion video type games. Uh, that's really, really well done. Twist, a lot of twists in the stories. You're kind of like... Uh, it's hard, it's hard to explain jumping in. Uh, one that is on console and it's on Game Pass, it's called Telling Lies. Uh, it's very good. You're kind of like a CIA detective and you hack into some stuff and or FBI or something, but you hack into all these files and you're trying to figure out the story. But this new one, I'm not really sure, uh, but it's called Immortality. It says players have to solve the mystery behind the disappearance of actress Marissa Marcel. To do this, they have to watch clips from Marcel's films as well as examine other materials. Gameplay-wise, it sounds like the game should definitely appeal to fans of her story and telling lies. So, yeah, it's probably a lot like you go back and you scroll through and you watch clips, and then you, but it's all like live action, and then based on the choices you make, you know, they, it, it play, probably plays another clip. Um, it's definitely a, a niche market, I would say. Not everyone's going to like this type of game, but I also... I don't know if there's ever been an, anybody... With a, I mean, I'm assuming Edge is this story's kind of been picked up. They're fairly reputable. Um, they don't just give away ten out of ten for nothing. So no, there's a lot of games in there that you know, a lot of years have passed yeah. through that list of games, and if that's all they've yeah, done, there's, there's some games that have come out. I would argue, you know, I didn't see God of War on there. Uh, no, you know, there's a lot of games that have come out inside. We just talked about that yep. last week. Um, that was a 10 by a lot of people. So there's a lot of games missing from that list, so they're not just throwing them out there. So I'm, I'm, I tell you, I, I will say that this story has made me excited, Ender, to see what the IGNs and the game rants and, and all of them start to score this game. Yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting, and, and then we'll see kind of where they were at because they're putting this out there pretty, pretty early. I mean, this yeah. game doesn't launch until what later this the month? end of this end, end of, of this, this month. month. Yeah, I mean, so you're probably going to get some of the reviews here the next two weeks. Like you're going to have those early reviews out. Um, so we should be able to see who else is ranking it. But I I haven't seen anything else out there with a ranking on, on this game at all. Yeah, it looks. I I mean, I will say this, Ender. Uh, you know me. I'm a big Xbox fan. I'm a big Game Pass fan. The, the 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 listeners FMV, know i know you don't need to keep yeah. telling us that you an just FMV put a big x on game, your chest and we'll move but forward an FM, in my opinion in all honesty an fmv game i don't care if it's 10 out of 10 100 out of 100 is is not moving subscriptions by itself. no it's no i don't think it's out. moving subscriptions but i think it's it's allowing for these indie studios to reach a whole lot more player base oh, absolutely, than they ever yeah. would before. And you, you the, the IGNs and things and, and guys like that are going to have to start taking notice because it's like, Hey, you know, here's a day one game. Like that people are paying attention to that of yeah. like, you are exclusively launching here. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily Xbox looks at it as, Oh, we're going to push subscriptions. It's more of like, no, yeah, I just, we're giving you a platform that you can build off of. And you know, every, you know, they're getting paid per download and they'll have all of their other ways that these developers get paid for it. But this game is going to reach so many more people than if they just launched it on their own. We wouldn't be talking about it. if it wasn't going to game pass first, most likely. 
I mean, I, my guess is is because he's got telling lies on there, uh, so he's already got a relationship with game with Xbox and Game Pass, so it totally makes sense. Um, uh, I mean, it's not even on the coming soon screen. Uh, for coming to Game Pass soon, you've got a Plague Tale Requiem, a Plague Tale Requiem, which is the sequel to a Plague Tale. If you haven't played that, it's great. Uh, Scorn and Hello Neighbor Two, all coming in October, December. So the fact that you're coming now, out of the Power Wash August, Simulator. Power Wash Simulator is uh, a waste of time. You haven't played it, so you don't know. <laughs> they also added, for if you want to know, it's Game Pass now, Expeditions Rome, Off-World Trading Company, which looks like an RTS game, Two Point Campus, and Turbo Golf Racing. Uh, Turbo Golf Racing is basically Rocket League. Rocket League, but on a golf but course. for golf. Yeah, so I, pretty, I, I saw cool. it. I'm probably gonna end up downloading it because it, the the picture does I look. I feel pretty like cool. we should try. I feel like we owe it to ourselves to. Try I think we it have out. to try it at least. At least try it. I mean, again, it's not hurting me to try it. I can just download it. It's like, you know, you know what Game Pass really brings back to me in my mind. Going to and it doesn't take away. It, I don't have the same feeling, but it's as close as I've gotten. Going to Blockbuster. Yeah, and looking at all the games, you know, the 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 front of the and game, and wishing you could try them, and wishing right? you could try them, but that, you know, before Blockbuster was gone, I had to buy it, and now here's Game Pass. Like, here, play the whole game. You yeah. only have this small subscription that you got to pay, and here's all these games that you've stared yeah. at for so long, you know. And I, I used to love being able to go there, spend five bucks or whatever it was, three dollars on a game, play it for a week, bring it back. And then if I liked it, I went and bought it. But you didn't have that. And now I don't even have to buy it unless it goes off of Game Pass. So that's, you know, yeah, the only downside no, there is some games come and go. But at least, you know, I with how long they're on Game Pass, you get to the end anyway, if you like the game anyway. No, I agree for sure. So it, it almost brings back the feeling of being able to go to Blockbuster and just like look through and scroll. I don't know how often I just scroll through all the games. I'd be like, oh, I didn't even realize. I, I've scrolled through all the games on Game Pass like f- at least a hundred times. Still see things I missed every time I scroll through there. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was here. Didn't know that was there. I'm like, oh, yeah. what are they going to make another one of these? Like the Army of Two game. Like that's on there right now. I'm like, man, they really need to remake this game. This thing was phenomenal when it came out. I, I do like my co-ops. Anyway, moving on and staying. Uh, <laughs> they don't, they don't, we don't have good co-op games right now. It's either well, single Turbo player golf racing. I mean, Turbo could Golf be, Racing could be, but you have single player games and then massive well, multiplayer Ghost, games. Ghost Recon Wildlands is pretty good. I, again, but again, we're going back older. Like right now, oh, there's no like, no current no. good co-op like Halo. I was expecting Halo's campaign to be that, but it, it wasn't there. And now it's still only in beta. It's not yeah. even launched fully. And, yet, and so. I'm like, how do you launch a have Halo you played the campaign yet? I've got, I'm almost done with it. I haven't gotten it's through phenomenal. the whole thing. It's phenomenal. It three days. But how do you not have co-op in a Halo game? Like Halo co-op was always where it was at. They didn't want to delay it. So angry with that. But anyway, moving on. Uh, more to your, and I know you love talking about this. Like every time I see something, I bring it up. Sony. And Microsoft fighting the console wars, but Elder Scrolls is now they're saying from Dual Shockers again. This is I found this article. I've never 
read anything else from Dual Shockers. Uh, Robert Zach Zock wrote this article here from them about. I like how you just assume that he's like got this exotic Zuck. last name. Well, I it's I obviously feel, it's obviously Zock Z A K. I feel like he would want it to be said that way. Okay, I just feel like that's how it would be. Elder Scrolls exclusivity is a bigger threat to Sony than Call of Duty. And now, my problem with this title is that I don't think people define what Call of Duty is right now. Because when you say Call of Duty, are you including Warzone? Or are you saying that is a separate game at this point? And you're talking about just Call of Duty, series games, multiplayer, regular 6v6 multiplayer, gunplay, campaign, Call of Duty. That's the Call of Duty? Or are you tying Warzone in there? Because if you're tying Warzone into it and you're saying Warzone's going to go exclusive, Call of Duty is a bigger problem than Elder Scrolls 6. I'm sorry. There are way more people that are going to be playing Call of Duty Warzone on all platforms then yeah. elder scrolls are gonna have to worry about but if you separate them i could actually see elder scrolls being a bigger deal not being on on playstation than just the regular call of duty game because i don't have that much faith that they're gonna put a lot into that because of how well warzone does and the clock well, I, I do know from some from early previews that the new modern warfare game is absolutely so far stunning the people have been previewing it say it's uh it's got a lot of crazy stuff in it it's pretty impressive and so they're gonna play it they're too. gonna play it for like three and a half weeks and then everyone's gonna go back to the new war zone it just it's just the way no, I, that I battle royales yeah. are no one plays the 6v6 shooters anymore which kills me being someone that loves competitive gaming and watched I mean, all of like the call of Duty champs come back and fight the same guy for 12 minutes and then die again and fight the same guy. I mean, that's cool. You got to grow up Ender. I, 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 ha- well, we, we grew up into what Fortnite. <laughs> then we grow up into playing other, like, you, you, you know, people got so upset with the games that they had to die and come back, die and come back. It's like, Oh, grow up for the game. Like, no competitive shooters <laughs> are, it should be four before, but are the multiplayer maps, objective based games. If you're just going in there to play team deathmatch, I 100% agree with you. Okay. Like you're just sitting there shooting people die, shooting people die slayer, you know, halo slayer, same way. That's fine. But the objective based maps capture the flag that you would have holding any hill games, holding any of that stuff that that's competitive play the way it's supposed to be played. And I know most people just go in for team deathmatch. That that's, that's all people are doing, but people play domination just so they can rack up a high kill count. Well, yeah, that, that too, but yeah, that's because it's six v six and it doesn't have any. You turn on, you turn on uh, team kills. You don't have people racking up when friendly fire is turned on and domination yep. playing it with the true way it's supposed to be with the pro rules. So, like, it's a very different game when you switch the rules over. But anyway, do you think that's a bigger threat to Sony? Or is Call of Duty a bigger threat? Or does it just not matter anymore? Oh, that's a good point. Um, 
I mean, let's be honest. Elder Scrolls 6. Starfield is next. And everyone talks about Fallout 76 or how... Listen, there are multiple teams at Bethesda. The main studio, Bethesda, makes Elder Scrolls and the main line Fallout games. And now they're adding Starfield. Starfield is just not coming out. I know that there's supposedly a small team, supposedly, working on Elder Scrolls 6. But in all honesty and in all reality, Ender, if there's another console generation, what's the likelihood that Elder Scrolls 6 doesn't even come out until the next iteration of consoles anyways? I that's I actually didn't think about that. That's, that is a good point, but I don't so, think I mean, we're going to get, they... get one soon. What are they afraid of? I, I, I mean, I, I think the reason they... I think Call of Duty is, in my opinion, is the bigger threat because it's imminent. And, and Sony is doing everything that they can. Now, I mean, what, what kills me? It's like I said. I, I think I would be upset if the tables were turned. I know I'm an Xbox fan, but if Sony was trying to buy Activision Blizzard, I, I don't know if I'd be in this camp of don't buy them, don't buy them, don't buy them. I, I want one of, the, one of the top people to buy them just to simply fix them and to start making more games other than call of duty well so i think i want to bring more to the point of what kind of sony admitted and i don't i don't think i agree with what they said here call of duty is so popular it influences users choice of console and its community of loyal users is entrenched enough even if a competitor had a budget to develop a similar product it would not be able to rival it i don't think that is true well, I mean, it's a bunch I, of lawyers speak to try to block this sale, right? Because then on the other, on the other end, I mean, Microsoft is a joke what they said. There's nothing unique about Activision games. Are you kidding me? It's the most popular game. Yeah, we went through that. But I, I just... In the world. So it's... It, they're just saying... Op, they're literally saying opposite things. But I just... I, I like, But I want to know when you say Call of Duty... I really want, I really want them to start separating Warzone from the base game. Because I don't think the base game is that is that polarizing right now. I think I Warzone mean, it's still is still the number one selling game every year. But it was Vanguard number one selling. Vanguard was still the number one selling game this year, and that's sad because of how bad it was and how yeah, bad I'm everybody else did. I'm just saying that it was the number one selling game still. I'm just saying that's how bad everybody else is. But if you put if you put sales on Warzone. You blowers on would have blown it out of the water. Yeah, I blown just blown it out like, of the here's, water. Here's what annoys me about Sony Ender. If to come out and say something like this is such a disrespect to their own studios and their own developers, you you have some of the some of the best talented developers in all of gaming working under the Sony umbrella, and you can't put together a team to put together a shooter. They've never they've been able never to do been it. able to do it. It's just not. Killzone's the closest thing. Yeah, they've I mean, never absolute, done it. it. But like. Stop! Stop out! The, stop being out there and complaining about about. Oh, it's unfair. Uh, they're, they're, it's a threat. It's going to ruin. It could change the way console they play on. Roll up your sleeves and at, put your grown up pants on and get to work. I mean, or they should have got, or they should have, or should they should taken out the piggy bank? Like they should have got the piggy bank and started buying some stuff when they needed I to. Mean, they are buying things. That's the thing. But I, they, I mean, I, they didn't have Microsoft like they can, cash. They can't. Yeah, they can't compete against Microsoft. They didn't um, have that Microsoft cash. They ain't got that ten cent cash. Like I said, I, I, 
I, I think all of this is eventually just gonna gonna end up. I I, I I will say this until Microsoft themselves come out and say it isn't happening. Every move Microsoft makes is to further push Game Pass well, here to something we go. else. It's gonna come. It's remember I'm when not, remember not. when remember when Netflix will never be in this area. Netflix will never do. Oh this. no! We're never I mean, gonna, I, I, I think everywhere. everyone was that way, and I and and I and I, I don't doubt you. Are, I don't doubt the movement of of Game Pass. I don't doubt it because you've seen you've seen subscription based services beforehand. You've everything's going subscription based. It's just the way the way that it is, but. At the end of the day, you have to have something to play these games on. In order to do that, you have to have an electronic device to do it. Right now, it's the console. Like the console or a PC. Or cloud gaming. Well, that's not big yet, though. It's getting there. So, but it's but that's why it's getting there. It's getting there. Like I can tell but, you, but I can Xbox feel the lag. Game Pass, Xbox Game there's Pass. No for way, PC. There's no way. There's no way I'm pulling Warzone off the cloud and but playing it off the cloud. Game, there's still Game Pass for PC. No, but you didn't let me finish what I'm saying. Right now, it's console war. So we're talking console war, console war, console war. Correct. Once you have true high speed internet everywhere, and someone figures out a better ping are able to get those things around all this is going to be cloud anyway it's just going to be that way the console will not matter your your actual hardware that crunches everything will be in the cloud that, that that's where it has to go yeah but until then you're always going to have this console war you're always going to have this device war going on. Which is why I feel it's obsolete. Because while you're sitting here fighting console war and, and Sony, you are falling behind every day in the cloud war. Because they don't, they, they're not really pushing that and Xbox is going to try to do that. Yeah. I mean, now, they kind of had something similar. Now, do I think Xbox can do it? Mm, because their cloud service is Azure? Mm, pro- maybe not. Like, I think they got to, like, work their back end before they can actually get into the making it flawless. But that's my own personal opinion of just Azure versus other cloud services out there. But I, I think this story just needs, these stories need to stop because it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. I, I mean, I think it's funny that, you know, PlayStation, I, I, I like to look back at the different console generations, right? And look at the tech, look at the, the extra things that came along. You know, PlayStation 2, probably still the number one selling console of all time, I believe. Uh, they're they, too big for their pants, got all cocky. PS3 comes out. It's almost damn near twice as expensive as an Xbox 360. Microsoft for the the for the prime of that console generation was the top dog, you know. Had the Call of Duties, had all that stuff, exclusive DLC, and and all the nonsense. And then Microsoft was tried to jump the gun, and you know, with th- with 360, you had the uh, Connect, and PlayStation had the Move, and they were all trying to compete with the Nintendo Wii. Going into Xbox One, Microsoft doubled down on this Connect. 
and it flopped and it caused their console to be more expensive and all these ideas about how they wanted to do always online. I mean, I remember everyone losing their mind. What do you mean my console has to always be online? Well, I'll never, I'll never play like that. I, I can't remember the last time my console wasn't connected to the internet in the last 10 years. Oh, so I'd be I think that's if my internet it wasn't connected and I had to wait yeah. for an update. Like, come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Auto update, so let's go. So, but that killed Microsoft at the time. Now what's funny to me is during the Xbox One and the PS4 generation, VR got really popular. And Microsoft was starting to lead the way and Sony jumped the gun, came out with their, their PSVR, which was great. I think it helped that industry really great. And PlayStation doubled down. V- and VR Spencer is just came a along. niche. It's a yeah, niche. But, but it... Phil Spencer came along and he said... He said two things. He said, I think the PSVR is great. He said, I don't see us getting in the VR game anymore until it can become wireless. And then Oculus Quest came out. And there's a couple other things. And those were really good. And he just started providing Xbox controller support for this. And he still was like, we're not going to double down on that. And what did Sony do? They continued to double down on the VR market and put money into it, which as a VR fan, I'm grateful. I think that they helped that industry. But what did Xbox do behind the scenes and all that time while Sony was doing, just like you said, Xbox started developing this Game Pass and this cloud. Like, you didn't just, they didn't just pull this out of their butt two weeks before they launched it. I'm sure this is, was going on behind the scenes for a couple of years, this plan. And, and then they, they are just crushing it. And, you know, PlayStation does have a competitor, which I think is, is pretty good what they have now. Of course, there's no day one stuff on there. I don't know if they need it. But I don't know if they're ever going to catch up to this, to what Microsoft is doing. Well, I mean, it could be Microsoft in true Microsoft fashion. They just put something out that's just a blunder. And it just you know, oh, it could destroy eventually. it. And, they, and, it, and it happens. But, you know, as, as you're moving forward, I think, you know, in my mind, one, you can't get a PlayStation. And they're doubling down on hardware. So, like, you're doubling down on your hardware. You want everyone to have all this stuff, but you can't buy it. And I can walk into any store and get a Series S. Yeah. Like, I can just go into any store and pick one up, hook it up to my Game Pass, and be playing 300 games. If you don't play a PlayStation exclusive, if you're not dedicated to the Spider-Mans, the, what's our Wolverine game coming out, the God of War... The Last of Us. If you're not dedicated to that PlayStation ecosystem, give me one reason why you should buy a PlayStation over an Xbox Series S. I mean, I'll wait here. There, yeah, you, you don't have one. Because if you're playing now, cross-platform for me, games, for you me, can save hundred dollars getting a Series S and play with all your friends. For me, I am still on the wait list to play all of those games you just mentioned. One day I will be able to play them again. I don't know when that day is. I'm on Amazon's list. I'm on Sony's list. I'm on every list you could possibly be on to get a hold of one. But I still haven't. Well, we need to promote this. For those listening to the podcast, please uh, promote us and get us out there. So Ender can, maybe we'll get a little bit more popular and he can get Liquid Death as a sponsor and he can also get a PlayStation sent to him. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice. (laughs) Yeah, you know, at this way, but but again, you know, I'm I'm a huge Gran Turismo fan, but I'm like, you know what? I, I still have Horizon, I still have F1 that I can play, I still have all the other games I can play. Like, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. Like, nothing is making me go out and get a PlayStation. I mean, by the time, by uh, the time you get a PS5, they might be on the next Gran Turismo. 
no, oh, I don't know. It's going to take them nine years to develop it. So who knows? Um, you know, three generation consoles away before they have another game that comes out. Anyway, get outside of the game pass. A lot of Xbox talk. Cause I think we front load, like Welcome everything. To the with Xbox. Xbox. Welcome to the Xbox. Uh, it really is just the Xbox podcast. show. It's the shit on Sony. Um, listen to us talk about Xbox podcast. I would love if there's uh if anyone actually listens to us and there's a Sony fan out there, feel free to uh, talk smack back. You know, I'd love to hear the insight and see what you guys have to say. Yeah, I, I, it's it's hard right now. Like it, it's hard to be bad. a fan. Um, I mean, I I just downloaded a PlayStation exclusive for my new Steam Deck. I'll be playing it Friday. Spider Man finally coming to PC, so I'm excited. Well, there you go. And let's move off of that and we're kind of making a little bit twisted. This is more of like, we don't stream as much as we did before. And, and, and we're going to, you know, when, when we play, normally one of us is, is streaming just for the hell of it. You know, our five or six people, our little community that we have, like it's probably yeah. 10 people that watch and, you know, they like to watch us play. And even though they're not because we were yelling at each other and, all that kind of stuff. So it entertains, you know, 10, 15 people, which I'm more than happy to entertain them with that. But Twitch, whatever (laughs) Twitch is new. I put out a new feature actually uh, came. The the article was from June 30th tech crunch. Um, Taylor Hatmaker was the one that wrote the article on it, but it's a new uh, called guest star mode that will let you turn their stream into a talk show which really resonated with me with what we're doing here um because one of the most pain in the ass things to do when you're streaming is to bring on another person with video it is a pain in the ass you got you know you can go through discord you can go through all the um the vod ninja that's out there but you got to capture it you got to bring in the feed. The feed doesn't always look as good depending because it's going over the internet and all the different kinds of stuff. Well, it looks like Twitch is giving us a native way, um, not only in their Twitch studio, which no one uses, but in OBS to bring on any guest that has a Twitch account. So as long as you have a Twitch account, you can bring that on. Now, this hasn't launched yet. They are just starting to grab um, a small invite-only cluster of Twitch users uh, that are already in the just chatting scene. So, like, people that are are just chatting, um, they want them to use it and test this out. They should be testing it in the fall. So, coming up here pretty soon. But I feel like this is one of the first times I've read an article on a feature Twitch is putting out. And I'm like, this is actually going to help the community. It may not help me get found or help me grow my stream. It's but ease it's, of access. It's ease of access to do the things we want to. Like they're watching. We want to bring on guests. We want to have this talk show. Like we're doing this through discord um, that we have, but to be able to do this natively in the apps that we use like OBS Bring someone on right onto it. Like we would do that. Like I definitely would pick this up and start using it right away. I mean, is this, this is weird to read something where I'm like, 
good job Twitch. Like how 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 long has it been since yeah, you've been able to I'm, say that? Uh, I mean, it's interesting. You know, I I scrolled through the article a little bit. I see it on the app. It almost looks like are they just implementing Zoom in Twitch? I mean, uh, no. I mean, it's it's not going to be. They're just implementing Zoom in into Twitch. I, I, they're they're going to use. I mean, what's interesting to me is the integration with OBS, and the reason I say yeah. is because. Is if you're telling me it, it can be run through OBS, am I just screen capturing at that point through Twitch Studio and then putting it in OBS and you're just allowing no, me to No, I like, think it's probably a plugin native. Like my guess is it's gonna be a plugin. But uh, yeah, this this seamless, like you said, it is a pain in the ass to have people on and off and it like So what you know, the imagine, way it, imagine the around the Discord show that I did if we could do that natively oh, on Twitch. I mean, yeah. So what what it, what we it would doing. be is like you go live, I go live, we both have a stream. What this is allowing me to do is just pull your stream into mine. Yeah. At the same time. But it's all about the placement. Yeah. It, it just, the, the, the ease of being able to do that is not easy. You got to create overlays. Yeah. You got to grab, you got to grab the screen share. If anything moves, it gets all out of whack. Like, well, that's, it is see, that, not and that's easy. what I'm curious. If, if, if we go from, from three to four or four to three and I have overlays up, does it screw everything up? Does it automatic? Like I, I, I'm well, just. You're, like, you're I think not, I'm in the camp of like, like, but at this point, like you're, you're, you're there thinking like, oh my goodness, how am I going to be able to make this look like everything? Just think about how difficult it is to just get four people together to make every little square that you've had to make all the way around. This is going to be native, and it's going to block it the same way that you have any other streaming software that we've tried to do a podcast like like think of just discord natively here you're getting this function that we're using in discord right now in your stream right there natively i'm done it's in obs i'm gonna hit the buttons it's gonna show up like this i'm done i'm done like I, i don't even have to go farther than that i've got all four of them I don't have to get super crazy with branding and all of those other things that I I may want to do. I'm sure in their own studio, you're going to have that. I'm sure since it's in OBS, you're going to have 10,000 people making everything that you need for it. So we don't have to come up with it. That's true. And it's all going to be push button through a stream deck. So yeah, if I bring a fourth person on, I hit my stream deck number four button and it's already there for me. The other side of this that's kind of cool, which I do like, is that they have the waiting room where your mods, you know, we're not big enough to have mods, but just say you're bringing a guest on. You can have someone sitting in a waiting room with one of your moderators talking to them, briefing them on what's going to be, what questions are going to be asked, kind of like having your own green room. So like, you know, you get these bigger streamers out there that are really going to be able to use this powerfully to do talk shows across the country where you can't get to people. They can't come around and you have that ability to give that kind of feeling in the native software that you're using. And if it's in OBS for free, like this isn't, this isn't me having to go out and use someone third party software. The reason it's hard for us is because we're trying to do it for free. Yeah. You can go out and get other software to do this already but you gotta they charge you stupid amounts of money to do it 
based on how much you're downloading, all of that. Twitch is saying, well, we're going to go put all these guys out of business for anyone that's that's streaming on Twitch. And we're just going to build it natively into the app and it's going to be free. Now, yeah. I don't know if you have to be partnered. We don't know any of that stuff because some of the features they put out before you had to be a partner in order to use. I don't feel like this is going to be one of them. I think this is going to be a native feature built in to OBS, probably Streamlabs right after that because, you know, Streamlabs is just OBS and they put it yeah, yeah. on top of it. And, you know, Twitch Studio, which, hell, maybe Twitch Studio is worth using. Who knows? I've never tried it. But I'm glad to see a feature coming from Twitch that I don't scratch my head and I'm like, oh, this feels like just a moneymaker feature for them. They're just trying yep. to make more money. It feels like something that the community wanted and they built and are giving back to the community for that. So anyway. It would be nice. I mean, I hope that's how it works. We'll see. And then I guess when the fall comes, I'll have to figure out, you know, what are some of these streamers out there that are testing it? And we could watch some of the streams just to see how it works. Yep. And then, you know, if they ended up launching it, because it definitely like even looking at the screenshots that they have here, on this article from TechCrunch, um, look at the buttons on the bottom. That's very Discordy looking. Yeah, like I mean, it Extremely. looks like how Discord works. You kind of have this in queue and favorite, so it just feels like you're just starting up a Discord call with with whoever you want to bring in, and that that's how it works. Again, I do to your point wonder how it will end up working with obs studio and overlays and all of that other stuff but if you were just going low budget and wanted to bring somebody on seems like this would be able to do it for you low barrier of entry of just creating a twitch account cool well thank you twitch that's finally something that works well and we probably will never see it or it won't come out or something but i'll wait for it to implode yeah, I um, just feel like there's going to be some sort of catch. Yeah, there'll be a catch. But right now, I'm happy, and I'll move forward. One thing I'm For not happy ads. with, one thing I'm not, yeah, extra ads is the only way you can use it. You got to run an ad every, thir- you know, what? what is it, 15 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that I'm not, not happy, happy with, and this is more, you know, me, and I don't, I don't know if you pay a lot of attention to this, cause, uh, but I do. Uh, with with what companies are being bought out by who and then what business are they really in i worry about it all the time and a mobile ad tech company wants to buy unity for 17.5 billion dollars now can you explain what unity is if you don't know what unity is um, every game you've ever played that isn't on the Unreal Engine is most likely on the Unity Engine. Unless it's AAA and Unless they've made their own. Yeah, and which not many are doing anymore. Yeah, my future stepdaughter is about to go to uh, college. She's a senior in high school, and she does classes to prepare because she wants to be a game designer and developer, and she is currently designing a game on the Unity Engine. It so, is, it uh, is, it is a... So Unity is known for uh, platformers, mainly. Most platform games that you've played on mobile or on a console or anything like that are normally based off of the Unity engine. Um, not many uh, you know, games outside of platformers use it. Um, 
Escape from Tarkov is built on the Unity engine. Um, is one of the you know, big games that are out there that we play. Uh, that is Unity. Most of the games, the other games that we play are on the Unreal engine. So you're either on Unreal or you're on Unity. There, if you're making your own, uh, you're Nintendo. Like, like that's that's kind of where it's at. Like you have those two, or you're Nintendo, or you're making a game uh, that's exclusive for Mac. That'd be yeah. kind of weird that you're using that, but still there's, you can still use unity and, and port it over. And that's what most people do is they build off unity. But anyway, unity at the end of the day is a development platform for games. You build off of it. That's what it is. What scares me is that an ad company, um, iron source, um, and then there's actually two companies that are out there that are looking at this. One is iron source. The other one is called App Lovin, which are companies designed around one for uh, Iron Source was making malware. Well, so but Unity already merged with them. Well, the merger has started, okay. but now App App Loving is coming in and saying, "Hey, we also want to buy out a larger percentage of it, but part of that deal is for you to not." merge with iron source so they're basically doing an all stock deal that would give them more money i'm not going to get into the economics of it but basically this new company is trying to block that merger in order for them to be able to buy it what concerns me though is i already have enough problem with advertising every single day and now you're telling me that the root development of every game is going to be controlled by a company that's only worried about trying to sell advertising. What are games going to look like? You're going to like, could you imagine like walking into like Escape from Tarkov or PUBG and just having billboards in the game everywhere of like, you know, Coca-Cola, mcdonald's like just inside of every game that you have i mean okay listen there are some games that if if the if like like escape from tarkov when we go into the mall if that mall was all the brand names of like not extra stuff like just the way it would look at a mall that wouldn't bother me but if I've got a damn pop-up that comes up every time I'm in the middle of a gunfight, I'm going to no, But, but I'm just saying, like, the, the underlying world here, it, it worries me, one, for Unity as a whole. Are the right people going to be making decisions on how to make a better development platform? No, they're, they're not. Like, there's no way an ad company is going to tell me they're going to be the best people to make decisions on how to develop the next game. Like, that scares me. I think you're going to lose Unity as a platform. You know, you're I only going to have... That makes Epic happy. Sure, it makes people happy. But again, if you don't have any competition yeah, out there... talk about that all the time. Yeah, you exactly. don't have any competition out there, then, then the product becomes stale. And there's no reason to push the envelope. I just don't think that it's good to take a development company and say hey i want this to be run by the sales team like that's not the right people to make those decisions and then every game is going to be rooted in 
collecting your information to like, like you're going to log into these games. It's going to be underlying of, I, I need your email. I need your name. I need your address. I need your firstborn. I need your mother's maiden name. What's your social security number? Like I need to know everything about you so I can sell this information because that's what I do. That's what I know. We sell advertising. So how are we going to sell advertising? Well, we want to advertise in games. Well, how are you going to advertise in games? Well, we're going to do this. It's like product placement and cartoons. And then all the other bullshit that they used to have. We're going to have to protect people from this at this point. Because, like, look at every mobile game you've seen. These companies specialize in mobile games. Yeah. Every mobile game you have now, you download. There's a free version that you download that every other time you want to do something in a turn-based style, you get a it's fucking pop-up. And you got to watch this ad. And then you got to pay $2.99 to get the app. And that app still has ads in it. It just doesn't have the pop-up ad. Yeah. And there's still ads everywhere. They're just riddled, which is why I don't game on my phone. I will not download. I will not game on my phone because it's just riddled with advertising. And now you're going to take Unity, who makes really good games, really good platformers, really the underlying development, and you're going to take these guys that have ruined mobile gaming and throw it into everything else. I mean, I, I want to throw out a couple of games, it. Ender, just so people know if you're not familiar with what Unity does make. Uh, here's some top games that are very popular. You've got Fall, Fall Guys. A lot of yeah, oh, yeah I forgot about Fall Guys. Yeah, think Among about every, every time someone falls, an ad pops up. <laughs> Among Us. Uh, this death was sponsored by <laughs> uh, Untitled Goose Game, Monument Valley 2, uh, Ori and Will of the Wisp, great uh, AAA game. Yep. Uh, Cuphead, which obviously is a very popular game. Pokemon Go, mobile game, but still popular. Beat yeah. Saber for the VR crowd, and Genshin Impact. Yeah, I mean, just think, just think about like, like all of those. Somewhere That's in there, just you're going to have, the, you're gonna have there's a pop, obviously Escape from Tarkov, Hollow Knight, yeah. Hearthstone, Rust. All those are, are, are Unity. People don't think Hearthstone, really? Yeah. That, that, well, I guess car-based, turn-based. Why would you need Unreal? That makes sense. Subnautica, looks like. Subnautica, uh, I knew, was was built off of it. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not small games. Yeah, quite a, but, but again. Quite a few big games here. And a lot of those on there were Modern Warfare 2. Well, Unreal was not doing anything back then, so that makes yeah. sense. Well, Unreal was the first person shooter Unreal started that's, on Unity. That's true. Yeah, it did. So Well, they didn't like is, Unity uh, and they went out and built their own engine to run their game differently. So that's like again, the competition goes away and you split off, but it, but Unity hasn't made as many strides as I think Unreal Gaming has for large multiplayer triple a game triple a gaming um but it's also unreal costs you a lot more to run like you it's it's much more expensive to use where unity is not and most like you were like you're saying most people will learn on unity first because most of your basic coding and things like that are going to be from college platformers um like we could go make our own platforming game tomorrow on unity and we could pick it up pretty quickly. Like it, it, yeah. it's, it's not um, super difficult to get started with now building something like Tarkov or uh, building something like Cuphead, like, Oh my God, 
like that's super difficult and, and it yeah. has a lot of power behind you it. You can do the basics. Like we can make something jump up and down on a couple Correct. of platforms and we can but, make it. But, could, but I think what holds whole... Tarkov back is the fact that it's on Unity. I agree. So I think that's what holds them back with server time logins, with all of their issues with how many players can be on. I mean, think of how many ads that they can put in Escape from Tarkov oh my God. while I you're mean, waiting everywhere. to load into a game. Every, I mean, that's all you're going to get. You're just going to get pop-up. At ad. least we would have a commercial to watch. It. <laughs> that's actually the best place they're probably going to do it is like when you're waiting to load. <laughs> and every load screen is going to get longer. It's going to be like your elevator music now. It's just like, let me watch this ad. Oh, okay. And they're like building in longer load times in the code. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, we can sit here and say that you're you're unhappy with it, but is it just inevitable? I mean, is this just the future of something like Unity? I mean, it might be. It would be that they buy it. They buy it. They have control over it. Who knows what it means from that point? I just, when I see articles like this and companies that like, if it was, if you're telling me that, you know, another one of the game studios out there that had their own engine wanted to buy unity in order to combine the power between the two and make a better one. I'm all for it, but I just don't see an ad company thinking that way. You know, they build a couple of mobile games to put advertising on it. They're there to sell advertising space. So why are you buying a game development platform to find a way to sell my advertising space? Yeah. And, and I want it inherently in the code scares me I, I don't i don't i don't like that time will tell i think everything's inevitable but you know what else is inevitable you telling me more about the steam deck the steam and deck. what is going on with this 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 mythical unicorn that you have gotten in the steam deck i know i know that we're not on video yet we're doing audio only but the first thing I thought to myself, Ender, is I get the case, and I, I, I see the, you know, you watch on YouTube, you see these videos, and they hold it up next to a Switch. But my, my God, this thing is huge. That is, uh, yeah. It. It's ugly, what makes, too. What makes me, you shut your mouth. It is an ugly device. I am what sorry. What makes me laugh is for years, we have shit on the Sega Game Gear. For that I don't monstrosity think I ever, I of a really, mobile device. I mean, it was a monstrosity, but I mean, and all they when you when you when you held it up to when you held up next rivals. to that, like, I mean, but this when thing. it next to the Vita and all the other like handheld ones that were out there, that one was bad. But that is an ugly piece of engineering. It's hideous. So, what's funny about you saying that is. You'll see this on many YouTube videos. Everyone says, oh, that doesn't look like it's going to be comfortable. Oh, that doesn't look like it's good. It I'm looks not awful. saying the ergonomics no, aren't no, there. No. I'm saying it's no, ugly. But that's what's interesting. The ergonomics are fin- like, it, they've got this, you can, you can kind of see it on camera, but they've got this indentions on the back. Like it is more comfortable to hold than a Nintendo Switch. And yeah, shocking. I'll give you that. that the Switch, the Switch is pretty comfortable. Now, what is it weight-wise? Does it compare to the Switch? It's uh, obviously heavier than the Switch, but it's not much. It is definitely not as heavy as it looks. Uh, so that's shocking to me. Uh, I don't feel tired holding it in my hand. Um, 
I did get the top model, so I do have the high end model. It's the you know the anti square glass and all that fancy stuff and the extra stuff. Um, it's not OLED. I've downloaded so far No Man's Sky. I've downloaded uh, pre-downloaded Spider Man that comes out Friday. Uh, so seeing the previews, have... like the Star Wars game was on there, looked pretty badass. Yeah. Um. I think I've already got Cyberpunk on there. And I So hold on. The back, you couldn't back run around. Cyber you couldn't run Cyberpunk Punk on 99.9% of any machine out there, but the Steam Deck is running it after they've done everything. So there you go. Yeah. We are yeah, moving runs forward. Great. Runs great. Uh and then I did the workaround, which is kind of a pain in the ass, took me a couple of tries to add Xbox Game Cloud cloud gaming whatever they want to call now, it if you're if you're wondering there's three models and the, the difference in model is really just storage correct everything else is the same storage and the glass and the glass so the anti-glare okay yeah gotcha. and this is a strange thing but you'll notice on the middle model there's a case because of the carrying case okay and there's a carrying case on the higher end model but the it's higher an exclusive model, carrying case the higher end model has a better case and but how many companies are going to make cases for these things where those don't matter? Oh, correct. Yeah, but this the case is really nice. I will say that. It's nicer than the Switch case that I had for travel. It's even got this little, you can't really tell, but it's got a pouch in the back. Okay. You can put your device so it's not in the middle. Uh, the higher end one has a better inlay, like an insert. Where the, okay, the so middle it's like one is just foam like cut meshing. out in it. Yeah, okay. I yeah, see. Yeah, where the, the, the middle one is not as nice. And then, and then. Oh, look at the logo. The logo, instead of just being like glued on there, it's kind of like it's it's a little bit nicer and it's, it's you know embossed. sticks out a little bit. Yeah, yeah Ooh, so it's a little, look at you, just you know, spicy. I mean, they they really upped it here. Spicy here, they did. So like, well, I I'm and I'm kind of curious. So you can download AAA titles on this thing. Correct. Yes. So storage is going to become a problem with some of these games. Oh, it also has a. Uh, a, a slot micro SD slot that you can add a memory. Card. Okay, so you can just add a you know 512 gig memory card um, right there. Does it have? Yeah, a limit? I've seen videos. I'm not much of an emulator. I don't really care yeah. to go back and play games from like. Yeah, I just I I don't care. But what a lot of the people that emulate do emulating, um, they actually have multiple memory cards, and each memory card is its own like system and how they have their decks. So up just so just people people card. know, there's um. The games normally have to be like verified for the Steam Deck. Like, there's a verified list of games that are known to work on it. And some of the ones that you have are Apex Legends, Elden Ring, Stray is already verified, Sea-Doo uh, Valley. You've got Power Wash Simulator. Um, so you could actually download that there, and you could play it, but you have to buy it. But you added I your added Game Pass to it, so that's kind of cool. Correct. Yeah. Well, the cloud gaming. So that brings me to the other part of now Logitech and Tencent are getting into the business of building their own handheld that's going to have Game Pass and cloud gaming built right into it. And you don't have to do the hacky thing because I've heard that it's hard to get it on the Steam Deck. It was, I will say this, it was a pain in the ass. It was definitely complicated. Um, I don't know about the Logitech thing you know i i read i read about it uh i can't tell if 
if it's just cloud gaming integrated into well, it. Well, they're or... just starting the talks. Like this is just like, hey, Tencent, we want Tencent's coming to them. Hey, we want to build a thing. We want you to build it. We have some ideas around what the hardware is going to look like. Um, it's basically the Swiss meeting with the Chinese, which is really interesting there. But shit from Tencent. You know, so. Um, I'm more nervous about them getting involved with Xbox at all than I am anybody else. Hey, man, but it's cloud gaming. Xbox wants it everywhere. They're going to have to get involved with them. But uh, the thing that is, is more there, including cloud gaming, and they're also going to bring NVIDIA's GeForce Now. So can you do NVIDIA's GeForce Now on? Yeah, you can, actually add, you can actually add Google Stadia or nice. NVIDIA GeForce. I mean, because everybody's using exactly. the Stadia. Stadia yeah. is this is the hot topic of them hey, all. But some, but some, but some people have. I mean, I got one you know, for free. You know, like just because they're just we've got too many of them. You know, buy buy this. Uh, I think I got it with um when I bought one of the Google Homes. Like you know, it's Google Home device comes with your free Stadia. Please God use this because we have spent so much money building it and no one no one cares. Yeah, I think it was a it was a waste. Uh, for the I, I think it's a joke. Um, but so uh, now is this gonna replay? You're you're a mobile gamer. You travel a lot. See, I don't travel much. I work from yeah, home, so like I don't is, need to travel. Like my my I have you know my desktop right here. I work right here. Like <laughs> here's my office. I'm over here. Here's my gaming setup over here. But for you, you travel for work. So like. Is this going to replace you trying mobile gaming? Is it, it are you, do you feel like oh, it's going to be able to do it? A hundred percent. I, that's one of the reasons I bought the Nintendo switch. Now I'm not a huge, I'm not in love with Zelda. I think it's a great game. Um, I played the shit out of Mario Odyssey. Dude, and then when I finished Kirby, it, the new Kirby game is fucking awesome. By the way, I, just let yeah. you know, been rocking but Nintendo that. games in general, never have really, I kind of maxed everything out in Mario Kart. I like the new Mario games when they drop. And outside of that, I kind of, I, I do kind of lose my. We well, have the new Mario coming out with them. Rabbids. Yeah. So, but I, I like AAA gaming. And the fact that I have a system, like I said, Spider, I, I'm leaving on Saturday morning at 5 a.m., a flight to Curacao. I'm there three days. I come back. That's four total flights. I got a connection in Miami. I will play. I'm going, I'm pumped. I'm going to play the shit out of Spider Man for four flights worth and in the evening when i'm in my hotel room late at night before i go to sleep well you know i'm 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 interested to see your take on it and we'll 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 have we have this initial you just got it and then okay. after this trip when you come back we'll come back to it and be like was it everything you expected cuz triple a titles are a lot of power and a lot of heat no i know so the heat I can definitely feel it, but it's not that much, especially after playing in my game. Well, let's just say you're on, on a plane studio. and you, you, know, you got your power bank plugged into it. You're going for it. Like, how long can you have a gaming session in that small of a handheld? How loud is that thing going to get? Can the fan handle it the whole time? Like, we're talking Elden Ring here. Yeah, so Elden like, Ring actually played. At El Funny enough, you mentioned Elden Ring. When Elden Ring launched and they verified it on the Steam Deck, you know, all those issues that it was having on PC. Yeah, they the, didn't have any issues on the Steam Deck. Well, it ran I'm, better. I'm not surprised. On the Steam there. Deck than it did on PC. Now, but they, um, they're definitely like down converting that out of out of 4K. It's not okay, 4K yes, anymore. Correct. No. So it, you're so you're losing a is, lot of that. 
the screen is 720, but what I like about the Steam Deck, the more and more I've been playing PC gaming, is I can change I can change the settings in the game and I can lower the graphic fidelity to make the games last longer, things like that. Um, I can change, you know, is, is Spider-Man going to run at 720, 60 frames per second for more than 40 minutes? Probably not. So I'm going to lower it, obviously. And I did buy a power bank to take with me. Uh, as far as heat that goes on a plane, I am always freezing on airplanes, so that's not going to bother me. Such a girl. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't like I don't get a blanket, but I usually uh, keep my full suit on the entire time. I don't take my jacket you off. Wear, you wear you wear a suit on a plane. I have to for work. Do not judge me. I'm just like <laughs> I am that guy. I, I, but that see, I'm, I'm the guy that shows up to the airport looking like a bum. So I like like again, that, but it is mandatory. Again, I I never look like it. So you have actually two resolutions. You have um. 1280 by 800 and 1280 by 720. So you got pretty good yeah. resolution on a, what is it? Six, seven inch screen, eight inch screen. I yeah, it's bigger than the specs. switch. I don't have the specs in front of me. So, I mean, that's, that's really good resolution for that size. Now I know everyone's going to be like, but my iPhone has blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, whatever. Different types of screen for different gaming. We're going for We also have to worry about frame rates and all that other stuff that are there. Correct. Yeah. And it's also a $600 device versus the $1,700. Yeah. People forget that there. because they get these cell phone plans and they get it, you know, basically you're getting your phone. They think they're getting their well, phone. Well, you pay free, for it monthly now. I mean, they pay yeah, for monthly so and all that stuff. People no. don't realize how much they're spending on phones. Anymore. Yeah. It's, it's $1,700 for your basic iPhone at this point. And yeah, you bought this for what, six, 700 bucks. Yeah. It is pretty pretty impressive for what you're getting for that for that price. I mean, um, this power bank that I got is pretty big for it. So that's not that big. You made that thing sound like it was like. Oh no no no! This is how big the other oh. one was. Oh okay, I got you. I was like, you made it sound <laughs> like this thing was ginormous. No, imagine like double the width of this. Oh, okay, okay, seven inch diagonal screen. Okay, so I was right. It's about seven inch screen. It's got a sixteen ten ratio, so I mean, it you know the the specs were around obviously around gaming, ambient light sensor. I'll say so sixty frames, uh, sixty frames per second. So I think that's gonna hurt you a little bit if you get into like the racing games. Correct. Yeah, but you know, again, I you're on a handheld, so who the fuck cares? Exactly. I mean, most TVs aren't doing better than sixty. No, not unless you're going high end. Yeah. Correct. So I I I look at it as it's my traveling companion. It's my if if I want to hang out with the soon to be wife, um I, I she likes to watch some she's got a very stressful job, so she is one of those people that comes home and likes to turn off her brain. She watches a lot of reality marriage shows. Uh she gets a big <laughs> kick out of them. It's because I you're don't, gonna get married, so I don't I mean she's done this for years before she oh uh, my wife my wife was say yes to the dress oh my god like oh yeah we're married amount... at first we're married at first sight okay we never got blind. into that like that stuff wasn't when she was into the marriage shows like yeah that you know once she got past like year five in the marriage the marriage shows like died off but for yeah. her it was like say yes to the dress i, I th- i've i actually liked that show 
because some of the people on there were fucking hilarious. Yeah. See, I like I like to hell. like watch the shows in the background. But I, so I want to be with her. I want to spend more time. And this is definitely um, I did start playing games, mobile, you know, Steam Link and things like that on my uh, phone with a Kishi uh, controller adapter, which was really cool. Um, I like doing that, but I also like not being around my phone late in the evening or because obviously if I'm playing a game. Someone tries to call or text me. Yeah, it crashes the game. So um, I'm excited to have something that I can throw in some AirPods. I can sit down there. I can game while I'm hanging out with her. Well, so kind of like uh, a I'm cool thing for, for, for you with like travel. You can, yeah, you can also link this. So if I have my desktop turned on and I'm in the house, I can it it automatically as soon as you turn it on. If I click on the Steam button right now and it brings up the stuff, I've got home library, which is my Steam library store, friends and chat, media download settings. One of the things I can go to immediately right away is my games that are already downloaded on my desktop and I can play, I can do remote play. Well, the other thing I was about to bring up is that the external connectivity. So it's a USB-C uh, with display 1.4 in it. I didn't know this, but that will support 8K 60 and 4K 120. So you can plug that in and get 8K and 4K out of whatever TV that means. So like if you took it to the like hotel room, plugged it in and has a 4K TV, you could play it 4K. Correct. So that's yeah, pretty, you can that's dock this to your TV like a switch. The official dock has been delayed, but there's already, as you can imagine, there's already tons of yeah, third-party I mean, docks. Yeah, so you're going to wait for third. Third parties are going to make better stuff anyway. Like, I have a third-party yeah. dock for my Switch. And and you know how better. Valve is. Valve is very, they try to make everything open source. They want people to develop things. And, yeah. You know. But now this is funny. You can go funny. to a desktop mode. and It's funny because we we we're talking about, you know, consoles don't matter. It's going to be cloud gaming. We're going to be building all this other kind of stuff out there. And then now we have a handheld war that might get started again with handheld devices and travel, um, but not in your phone. Like the biggest thing was like, oh, I could do everything from my phone. And this takes me back to what I was saying before is all the advertising companies that make fucking games destroyed mobile gaming on your phone. And now you got devices like this that I think will bring us back to better mobile gaming on a device that's not your cell phone that can play triple a titles can play online can do like like apex legends like you could hop on apex legends i can hop on it we could just start playing yeah you know now i don't know how good you're gonna be playing on there with those you know the trackpads and switches i mean it's gonna be a little different but i assume you get used to it now the question is like how many games are are they gonna start making sure that support it. What is their library? Like, I mean, steam's got to be pretty all the way involved with this, but they also have to work with, they don't actually make the games like Nintendo does. So they're going to have to work with these, these companies to make sure their games are going to be able to run on that hardware. Yeah, no, I agree. So that, that slows um, down the amount of game titles that you're going to be able to do without crashing the device. Uh, I mean, they do have a number. If I go to the store right now, um, well, so there's a difference between store games and verified working. Correct. They've got verified games. They've got working games. You can filter. They've also added a number of... Um, I, listen, I don't know a lot of the, the tech side of things, but there's a Proton thing that you da- you can download and play your games. 
Um, I don't necessarily understand how all that works. They they literally just pushed another update. They're constantly updating this thing. Um, the version of Steam Deck that I have today is better than this same version four months ago already. They've already updated. Uh, and they've had different YouTubers prove that they've gotten a new one right now in quarter three, which is what I got mine. And theirs was from quarter one. And even the high-end one it already has had changes to it. So... Um, I don't know. I, I I think the popularity of this, I think what Valve is doing, I think it's great. Um, I mean, there, there's everything is just seamless. To so use. for it's for those who don't know what 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 Proton is, um, I'll kind of give you an idea of what that Proton is a middleware software uh, that Valve uses to allow Windows games to work on Linux based systems, which is what the Steam Deck is. So the, the Steam Deck is based off of Linux. Windows games don't run on Linux well. Proton is the software that allows you to do that. Um, so if anyone was wondering what that actually meant, that's what Proton actually does. Um, so with that getting updated and being put on there, you might have more of the Windows games come over um, because of just, you know, they don't, they're not going to work natively on a, a linux based device right and you can wipe it and download windows but i'd uh a lot of people well that's what that's why proton so. uh, proton exists yeah i, I don't think middle. i'm gonna i don't think i will go down that path um yeah so but a lot of a lot of people they have done it and they like it so i'm gonna stay away from that but i, I like the just the it's almost easier to navigate the steam library on this thing than it is for me to navigate on my desktop oh i'm sure it is because like to go and change seamless they made it to go and change the steam library like now i hate navigating that library but they were able to redo it for this so like let's let's not add all the mistakes we did for the one that's on your pc into this let's make it a little easier yeah so anyway well, I don't think we have anything else that's really been going on. Is there anything else that you would like to bring up or uh, chat about here today? Or uh, I think we've no, covered I'm, it uh, all. I'm excited to give you an update on what it was like to play this uh, next week um, as I'm gone all weekend. I'll be yep. back uh, the 16th. Yeah. Midnight. Yeah. So uh, are we going to get Wednesday, are we going to get another like day. episode while you're traveling? You're going to be traveling. We're still going to. Do you want to do people. something over the weekend? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just see. I, I don't am know, like, supposed to get a new traveling mic, so it might be worth trying. A shot trying to, uh, to let the people know when they're going to get us again because we're a little off schedule wise. We're going to be getting a better better time schedule. Get this coming out on the same day. We don't know exactly what that's going to be yet, but I promise you, by you know two weeks from now, we'll have a schedule set on when we're going to be recording and when these are going to come out. Like I will, I will commit to that right now. But, um, I think that's all we have for this episode of two dudes. That game really think we should have made that two old dudes that game. But again, we don't really want to tell how old we are. Nah, I don't want to change. I don't want people to know we're old. They already do. And if you want to check us out, where can they find you? James, where are you at? They can find me on Twitch at James the Third. The E is a three. Or um, 
lastchoicenetwork.com if they want to see any of our other podcasts. That's probably the two places, really. Or that is uh, going to be on Twitter. On 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 the Twitterverse. If you're a hockey fan, I'm all over Twitter about ice hockey. So NHL, Columbus Blue Jackets for me, but a uh, lot a lot of banter on there. So. Well, there you go. And then I, you could find me on Twitch. I am Ender underscore TV and also uh, here on the last choice network.com. Listening to our podcasts that are out there. Thank you, everybody. Hope you have a good day. Good night. And we'll see you next time. Later. <laughs>